Then he was locked into draft. He's in the army now. A blowing Ramily. He's a boogie okay. woogie bugle boy. A company B. Oh, hi there, babe. Oh, you're recording <laughs> Seriously? Oh, hi. Usually we drink water and stuff. Hi, honey. Hello. Oh, hi. There. Oh, hi. Welcome to, to the 34th. 34th episode are we gonna count just forever count is that what we're gonna do disturbingly pragmatic podcast with dave and paul here to make you smile and fart i know look at your face you're so disappointed in me that's what i should do i should hook up a gopro right here just so you can see my eyes (laughs) that would be a good visual Oh god! Oh my god! I can't even. I can't even possibly roll my eyes farther back in my head. So, hi everyone! Thank you for joining us. Hello. It's it's nice to have you join us. Thank you for coming back. Yes, because we haven't scared you away yet. We're working on it. (laughs) No, (laughs) silly. So we um we have lots to talk about tonight. So we watched um, Jingled All the Way. Oh, yeah, we did. We watched it over two days. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't watch the whole thing in one sitting. Cause... Oh, and it's so disappointing. That was like one of my childhood movies. That I had it on VHS. VHS tapes. A freaking tape in the in the white, puffy, plastic, like... Yeah, the big shell one. Shell case. Yeah, the shell case the that clam- made it so there was a fucking irritation to put on a shelf. The clamshells. The clamshells. My dad still has all of those movies that I had. I got some as gifts, and then a lot of them I bought myself. Oh. Just imagine you going over to the video store with your little pocket money. <laughs> buying it for yourself. Yeah. I had a I had a teacher give me uh, send me one in the mail because we moved away or something. They missed you. And uh yeah, I remember. <laughs> but I had a whole a collection. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Well, we understand col- why. So you had a collection of clamshells. Yeah, I did. Mm. All of like the classics, right? Yeah, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, S- yeah, Sleeping Beauty. Uh, yeah, I like Sleeping Beauty. It's so weird, okay. but I just like the, <laughs> I like the, <laughs> the, the um. Yeah, I like the whole. What are they? The fairies, the 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 three women. There, yeah, the great. fairies. Yeah, they're red girl, red, <laughs> red green, and blue. And I like the blue. Is that their names? Because she's pudgy like me. <laughs> They're all dead, Paul. I know, I know. All those voices are but. dead. You know what I like about Sleeping Beauty? The whole coming across a sleeping woman and just kissing her. Yes, because you a good know message. That, that's a good message. <laughs> it's a good message. First of all, coming across oh, the lady. I know oh, you are <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if she woke up and just fucking blew a rape whistle and shit? As he was going down, he's like, and then I'm, I think, and she's just like, blink, 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 blink. Ah! <laughs> she pulls Queen ah! Latifah. What was it, Queen Latifah, when she pops Who up? Who there? And, yeah. What oh, that? Who there? And and uh, fucking just cold cock Steve Martin as a man of the house? Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. Just punch Steve Martin right in the face. Boom. And it was a good punch, too. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I love Queen Latifah. Oh, another... Okay, another holiday movie. Wait, wait. We have to finish about Jingle All the Way. Ah, we're finished. No, no, we're not. Oh, no, we're not. This movie... Watch it now. If you watched it years ago and you haven't seen it long... It's on Disney+. Plus. Give it a watch. And just trust me when I tell you, 
This movie is problematic. It hasn't aged well. It hasn't aged well. In a lot of ways. You know what? In fact, we're going to let the audience have the time between this episode and the next episode. And we will dive into this a little bit further in the next episode. No, I don't want to dive into I don't want to spoil it for them. I want them to see and come to the same conclusions that we did. You don't need to spoil anything, bitch. If you have not seen this movie by now, this is from the 90s, okay? Oh my so God. get over it. Anyways, there's just there's a lot of problematic shit. There's okay? yeah, and there's also layers stuff where you're like, oh no, that would never happen. Oh my now. God, yeah, seriously, it's yeah. neat to see the Turbo Man sort of fly around though when you've seen um, Iron Man oh, and how now different, different it is. Yeah, like it's only like visual what, effects. What is it? Twenty five years, roughly something like that. So, I mean, like look at the difference. And it wasn't even twenty five years when the first Iron Man came out, and it still looked a shit ton better. Fuck. God, that was a problem. Anyway. Why just say what you wanted to say about it? Okay, so so anyway, so there's a joke in it. Yeah. Where Booger from from (laughs) Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. So which is another problematic movie. Uh, And Risky Business, Curtis Armstrong, who plays Snot and um uh, American he's, Dad. Yeah, he's been around forever. You know him, you know his face, you know his his voice. And he's just one of those guys. And he fucking sits there and he makes this joke. I'm up here sweating more than a dog in a Chinese restaurant. Oh, I mean, this is a Disney God. film, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a Disney film, isn't it? It's on Disney Plus. So, well, it's sorry because Disney owns whatever Buena Vista. I have no idea what it was, but anyways, it's really not important. But but, but my God, it. it's on Disney, so it's Disney owned property. But it's like. Really? That movie with Queen Latifah, by the way, and Steve Martin mm-hmm. was called Bringing Down the House. Bringing, oh, I thought it was Man of the House, but it's Bringing Down the House. Okay. Yeah, Bringing Down the House. Thank you for looking that up. But uh, but no, there, there's that scene. There's the whole, let's make the villain a black guy and have him carted away at the end of the movie in handcuffs. Uh-huh. Well, it was Sinbad. <sighs> His first terrible jokes. And 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 I'm sorry, but Robert Conrad in that movie when the bomb was blown up, I think that the makeup in that particular scene was freaking problematic as fuck. Listen, if you say so, but I think you're make I don't think so. I think it literally looked okay. like I'll leave it to the listener to decide. <laughs> please call in. <laughs> no, please please email us and let us know what you think of this because yeah. it's uh it's definitely know. a thing. It's definitely a thing for me. I don't know. But it's just me. I guess I I'm know. biased because it's my childhood. Right? You love that movie. It's not that I love the movie. No, now I'm like, oh, it's and terrible. Fucking poor Phil Hartman is a Pepe Le Pew type. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's very, I don't remember who did it, but it's very problematic. Wouldn't it be great if Rita Wilson were just, you know, related to you somehow? She's so cool. Watch, she's like an awful person. Like, I don't <laughs> she's know, just the right? biggest bitch on the planet. Well, she raised Colin Hanks. Why you gotta say Hanks. that, huh? Why, you gotta, why she gotta be a bitch? Why well, can't she be they an also, asshole? They also ra- raised Chet Hanks, so... Well, yeah. One of them is distinctly an asshole. <laughs> Actually, no. Tom Hanks is one of those people, no, he's never an asshole. Bone in his body. 
Except for that one cast that catch that one time. <laughs> oh my god, that's not you don't know that. Oh my but no, okay. So are we have we moved on? <laughs> okay, from we've Jingle moved on from Jingle way. All the Way. But I just cause it popped in my head because you mentioned the Queen Latifah movie that she was in with Steve Martin. But another holiday movie is mm-hmm. like, it takes place at Christmas time. Was this the Queen Latifah one? Yes, last holiday. That's I'm a sorry. Good it's movie. a good movie. It is cheesy as fuck. It is formulaic as fuck. Yes. It is just like every single cliche happens in this movie, but I don't give a flying rat's ass. But I it like is it. Comfort food. I like Queen Latifah in it. I like everything. Cool J in it. I love the happy ending. Like yeah. I love that the bad people got what was coming to them. Right. I like the fact that she gets with LL Cool J. I mean, it is fantastic. And fuck you if you think that's a spoiler alert, because seriously, it's an old ass movie. It's not. If you haven't seen it. No, but anyways. When did it come out? That came out in 2000 and... Oh, no. What happened? Where did it go? <laughs> oh, no. 2006. Yes. Yeah, so 15 years ago isn't a long time ago? So 2006. I think 15 years is a long time uh, for yeah. watching a movie. I was in... I was... You were 19. No, you were 20. I just moved out here. Yeah, in Kitchener. Yeah. Yeah. Because we met in November. Yeah. We had our November meeting. Oh, yeah. Yes, we're 15 years on. And then my life has been miserable ever since. Good. That's the way I want it. (laughs) (laughs) This is a subtle cry for help. Mm, This is not a subtle cry for help. Help! Munchausen syndrome. No. Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Yuts. (laughs) I always get the two confused. So we watched... um, what else did we watch? We watched just before now. We watched uh, in live in front of a studio audience. Oh, because they uploaded it on Disney Plus as they well. They did. We're big Disney Plus because we re- we redid our subscription, so we have to use it. Well, they've they have been up um, uploading a few more things. Well, they fucking better. They're fucking Disney. Well, no, that's the thing. Remember, I was telling you when Disney first launched Disney mm-hmm. Plus, I said. I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I'm kind of disappointed with what they had on there because it was, you know, all the kids stuff, which is great, all their Disney, Disney movies. Mm -hmm. But because Disney owns so much, my expectation was that this library is going to be massive. Yeah. Right? But then it wasn't. It's slowly getting there. They introduced, like, the start. But then again, it's all this, like... It's all the entertainment legal shit behind the scenes, which yeah. I don't understand, right? Well, it's basically about rights in every different territory. Right. You break up all the rights into different territories. So you'll have the United States, uh-huh. you'll have Canada, Mexico, you'll have, you know. Mexico! <laughs> Mexico! You'll have like all, like you have all sorts of different areas yeah. and, and, you know, depends on where you sell them to. But if you've sold the rights to a certain show in a certain area, then that does, means that nobody else, if they're, if they're exclusive, exclusive, then nobody yeah. else can can show that during the time of the contract. But it's just so frustrating sometimes, right? But again, work around. If you like, get a VPN, right? Use For sure. VPN and it works. For sure. Because, oh yeah, because they don't have the last seasons. <laughs> they don't have the last seasons of Criminal Minds yeah. in Canada. So you, but so they you have, have them to in fly the UK. To, so you don't get to fly to the UK to watch them. You yeah. actually still get to sit in our right? bed and watch them. No, I sit, I sit outside in the frigid cold and i watch Smoking criminal the minds doobies and watching criminal minds i don't do that still can't believe thomas gibson was such a penis oh, I know. like that was that's so disappointing because he was perfect in that show yeah and then he had to be a fucking penis behind well now the he's not there because these are the last season so yeah. anyways i dig i i, I digress weren't i've been saying for... that a lot lately digress <laughs> maybe you have to talk to a therapist 
Maybe you need to talk to your therapist. I do. How I'm going to update her on my life. You. By the way, without Garcia, no fucking crime would get solved on that fucking Never. show. Never. Garcia and her fabulous, this search works for absolutely everything that the story needs it to work for search. And I'm pretty sure she's breaking a crap ton of laws. Of course, but that's it. She's a hacker, right? But this is to catch serial killers, so it's worth it. I do like the the person who plays Garcia. She was fun. Kristen something? Kristen something? Yeah. Kristen Shaw? No, that's somebody else. (laughs) That's that's from uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah, and The Last Man on Earth. Oh, I farted. Oh, lovely. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Sorry. So what else did you oh. want to share me about? Because if if you don't, we can do a fun little little thing. Okay, well let's just let's just revisit one other thing what, that we talked about earlier. What is that? Jeff Garland was fired. Oh yeah. So the end result of going to Vanity Fair, which was the fucking around portion of the evening, <laughs> the finding out portion was getting fired. Uh huh. Bye. It's very upsetting to know that that shit was going on behind the scenes and. You know, when you read what actually happened, it's kind of jarring to think about this shit going on in today, you know? Like, apparently there was a a man and a woman who were married, who are stand-ins on the show, and they're beloved by the cast and crew, and she she was walking down this ramp, and he was walking behind her, and he said, hey, get the fuck out of my way, Uh as Jeff Garland, and Jeff Garland's an imposing figure. Yeah. He's not a small guy. No. And apparently she didn't know, she didn't know how to react. Like she didn't even know it was aimed at her. She sort of turned around shocked. And he then turned to her husband, the other stand in and said, Hey, get your wife the fuck out of my way. Now he seems to think he's just being silly and funny and this is just jokes, but it's like. The environment, it's, you're not in that environment. Yeah. It's toxic. And not, not everybody wants your stand up comedy routine Mm -hmm. because they aren't paying to see you do stand up comedy. You're being paid to act. Right. And it doesn't matter if you're acting in your underwear and you have to say the word balls in the script Uh because, you know, like apparently he said the word balls a lot on set and vagina and things like that. Like things that are just like juvenile and stupid. Exactly. And, and, you know, like, but some people are offended Uh and, and that's their right. But again, it's just, he seems to think that the onus is on them to then come to him and say, I'm very offended by what you've said here. Could you please stop saying it? Well, apparently one of the camera assistants went to her, went to say like, he keeps saying vagina and I'm really not comfortable with that. Yeah. And what he did in return was to take his arms, put it around her and say vagina in her face. Multiple times. Lovely. So when you sit there and you say the onus is on others to come up to you and tell you that, oh, you're being obnoxious, can you please stop? This is your reaction. Uh-huh, exactly. So precisely what? <laughs> so in any event, and, and the one thing that I wanted to point out is Excuse that me. Adam Goldberg, Yeah. I didn't even know this until today, he stopped running the show in this, at the beginning of the seventh season, I think he's doing some sort of development shit for uh-huh. Disney or something. But he actually stopped doing being the showrunner on the show, the day to day stuff. He's mm-hmm. still an executive producer, but mm-hmm. he's just peripheral. Okay. At the beginning of the seventh season, now the seventh season is three seasons. Right. Seven, eight, nine. They're in the ninth season now. Mm-hmm. How many years has he had problems with HR? According to that article, it was three years. Three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to point fingers at Adam Goldberg, mm-hmm. and I don't want to, you know, make it seem like this guy's the, oh, you know, but 
an educated guess would be mm-hmm. that Jeff Garland didn't start this activity three years ago. Right. An educated guess would be he's been doing it a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And that the thing that changed in the situation was the showrunner. That's a, a That's the fair. only thing that seemed to change. Yeah. Because, again, I don't believe that Jeff Garland, this is his first time offending people. No, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> but I do believe that it speaks to a larger culture, especially in places like like Hollywood and that, where you have people who are above the line mm-hmm. and people who are below the line. Right. And the below the line people don't matter. And it's the same in corporations where you have the above the line people like the CEOs and the management, and the below the line people, all the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing there. Only there, if a star, if you look at a star the wrong way, you're fired. If you catch their eyeline the wrong way, you get Christian Bale fucking yelling at you mm-hmm. <laughs> like a complete doofus. Yeah, exactly. And that's just allowed to go on. And the thing is, is if they bring in the money and they get the, the, the thing done, then that's all that matters. It doesn't matter that they're causing a toxic workplace for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe that that's something that really needs to be asked, whether Mr. Goldberg knew about it and chose to point his head the other way and just allow it to go on. Because if that's the way it is, Adam, you got a lot of growing up to do, dude. Just saying. Yeah. Allegedly. Again, I don't know. Like, this was his first thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this was his big break. Mm-hmm. Right, like he had never done really anything before. The only thing, the only thing that I would say, or that could be, is I'm put myself on the chopping block here. Is that like <laughs> he's also very like new and green, right? And then to have to quote unquote stand up to someone who's like veteran seasoned, maybe he's just not comfortable with that, right? Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Again. Yeah. You're in a position, you're in a different position, but no, it's just, I've seen this behavior. Yeah. Person. I'm making speculations. And it's, and it's, there. it's just gross. Now, again, it may not be Adam, but at the end of the day, Adam Goldberg isn't the only executive producer either. No, no. Of and, course. and, and the people at the studio should yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. And it's always like, there's always this, this cloud of ignorance. So oh, I didn't know this was going on. I didn't know this bullshit. We know exactly what goes on set. If you're on a set, you know what's going on on the set. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows because you're there for 14, 15 hours a day. Right. You're literally there living there when you're shooting. And and, and everybody knows everything. There's no such thing as like a, Mm -hmm. oh, well, we don't know that these two aren't fucking. You know, like like that. Like, that's the thing. It's The set is a very gossipy place. Everybody knows everything. And when they say, oh, I didn't know. Anyway. So Jeff Garland, hats off to you. I'm sure you'll land on your feet. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're bringing uh, the Goldbergs back for four more episodes. Oh, okay. Apparently. They were supposed to stop at 18 or something, I uh-huh. guess. And and they asked for four more. So I have a feeling they're doing a four-episode arc to say goodbye. Probably. That sounds about right. And I have a feeling they may spin it off. Hey, they I have mean, enough story. They have enough people. Absolutely. Right? There's enough It's still a very line. popular. It's one of the most popular comedies on the air. Yeah. So it just makes sense. And it makes sense because then they don't even have to deal. Exactly. They can just have them on as guest stars. Uh-huh. But I love the mom. Wendy Covey. No, Wendy Covey McCle- McClellan. <laughs> Fuck. Terrible names. Yeah. Wendy. Just call her Wendy. Wendy Darling. Excuse me while I sip some water. Right in the microphone. That's some good ASMR right there. So, yeah. So, well, so, that's, so that's it. Fuck around. Find out. Cool. <sighs> ha ha. Ha ha. So, um, 
I was watching The Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> um, you know, some of my favorite Christmas music, like, like I like Bing Crosby. Uh-huh. And and there's something about Bing Crosby and David Bowie singing the little, the little Drummer Boy and Peace on Earth. Yeah. And when you know the story behind it, that they basically had just met that day. And of course, Bing Crosby was fucking toasted as he normally was. Right. I'm Bing Crosby. <laughs> and he apparently just kept introducing himself to David Bowie. So you're David. Yes, I'm Bing. <laughs> and I've seen David Bowie speak about this a few times where he's like, I didn't know whether or not to be angry or feel sorry for him. You know, it's like it. But apparently um, they created that uh, mashup on the day. Oh, like they were okay. supposed to sing yeah. something together, like one song. But the way that they, it, it was, and, and the song that they came up with. Uh-huh. Apparently, it took them 20 minutes to figure out this arrangement. And it is one of the most beautiful Christmas songs of all time. Sure. Okay. I do not like the Little Drummer Boy song at all. Why? It is just awful, in my opinion. <laughs> Sorry. I don't like it. Thank you for shitting on You're welcome. And I even had a solo in grade school with the Little Drummer Boy. And I don't like it, but in French. Something, something in French. I don't know the rest of the lyrics because I was young. (laughs) You rhymed it. Good for you. I should have went, young, 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 young. (laughs) (laughs) No, because then you're sounding like a Catholic priest singing the song. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. Anyways, yeah, I don't like that. No, but I, I do like the arrangement of that. Oh, sorry, I gotta got get into my l- lower register. Peace on earth. In my, I don't know how the rest of it goes. Just peace on earth. That's what it sounds like to me. Peace on earth. Can it be? Pa-rum, pa-pum, pum. <laughs> pum, pum, pum. That's what they did in the background. Pum, 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 pum. Watch, it's freaking super copyrighted, sorry. Okay, we're good. I do not like it. Okay, so what's your favorite? Sam I Am, I do not like it. But apparently, yeah, but the, I think that that was, that was filmed like literally weeks before he dropped dead on a, on a golf course in 1977. He was in Spain, I think. And he dropped dead. Lovely. In December. For <sighs> It's sad because his... Christmas music is so fucking beautiful. Yeah. And him as a person mm-hmm. was so the very opposite. <laughs> Not so much. You don't have two of your kids, trigger warning, complete suicide. Oh my. Uh, because of your antics as a parent. Jeez. Unless you're a shit parent. He mm-hmm. was a horror show. Mm-hmm. And apparently he had a gambling problems. Like he was not a nice guy. Bing Bong Crisby. Bong Crisby. <laughs> bong Crisby. That's such a good one. I want to bong Crisby. I want to have like a like a bong with Bing's face on it. He made Mommy Dearest look like Florence Nightingale. 
<laughs> oh my god, imagine if you married Joan Crawford. Two of them just beating the shit out of Jesus. every kid they come across. Fuck man, you don't want to be anywhere within the vicinity of your child. <laughs> they just they're the natural No. What? <laughs> oh my god, we are so gay. We just failed the gay test. Gay, 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 gay. Yeah. Um I remember seeing that in nineteen eighty one on the VHS tape when it first came out. Oh. Yeah. That's a good movie. I saw that and crazy as fuck the behind the scenes stories. When did I see that movie for the first time? I don't even remember. But it's a gay cult classic. Oh, absolutely. Like and and Faye Dunaway, holy shit. If you know anything about the making of that story, oh my god. It was ridiculous. Like it's almost like she well, Faye Dunaway I believe is a method actress. Mm. And we know what that means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, Bon, bon Crisby. But uh, I loved his uh, White White Christmas album. Uh huh. Okay. Jingle bells, j- 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 jingle bells, jingle all the way. So white. Oh, what fun <laughs> it is to ride in a one old open sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> What? And, and then you had the Andrews sisters. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, no, that's actually Bing Crosby singing that. Okay. Okay, anyway, whatever, gay. I'm a homosexual. You are? I am. <laughs> but you are, but Blanche. You are, you are mm. Blanche. Every time. <laughs> I look around. Every time I look around. Fuck. We're going to do song association or word association, whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're looking at your phone? Yeah. You have something to talk about. Well, I don't know if I want to do it now or later or if you'd be interested in doing it. Let's do it. Oh, is this the, yeah. the Quizlet? Okay, I'm going to do this. I've never done one of these things before. Okay, so okay. I just learned about this. I don't know, maybe about a year ago. So and what is it? There's like personality type of tests, like um, like the what is it? Shit, now what Myers is it Briggs, like the Myers Briggs, and there's a few other ones. So like I am um, E E S F J. I'm pretty sure I'm I. Are you INTJ? Or yeah, INTJ. I yeah. Believe. Well, apparently there's also a thing called there's five love languages. Ooh. And each person <laughs> expresses their love in different ways in a relationship or with family or friends or whatever. So I thought it would be kind of fun to see what you what it says your love language is and whether or not um, I agree. <laughs> I just <laughs> farted <laughs> at the same time as I laughed. Nice. <laughs> it's coming in one out. What, what? I eat stew though. You made me stew. Tonight. I know it's going to be all night because there's five. Yeah, I know it's that was pretty good stew. I'm gonna. I need to take a antacid though. Okay, mm, should have took a Zantac. Oh uh, God, I need to lay on the floor over here. <laughs> <laughs> so there's five love languages. Okay, okay. There's five. acts of service, mm. Mm. submission, <laughs> gifts, this. gifts, gifts. So not gifts, but gifts. Yeah, like gifts. So like presents. Presents. Gift. Give thoughtful and meaningful gifts of any size without an occasion. That's the definition. Of of gifts. Okay, um, so what what was the The acts of service? Run an errand for your partner, cook a meal, complete a household chore. That's examples of Oh wait, so so this is the first one. Acts of service. The first one is acts of service. The second one is gifts. Yes. The third one is 
physical touch. Okay. The fourth one is? Quality time. And the fifth one is? Words of affirmation. And the sixth one is? There's only five. Beard. Beard. What? If you know what I mean. Nice. So I thought it'd be fun that we'd take this little quiz. Okay. And we see what you are, okay? So you were going to give examples of each? Those were the examples. Okay. We'll just go on. Whatever. What's this quiz? Okay. Okay. So this quiz. Can't wait. Okay. I have to answer honestly, right? Yes, please answer honestly. (laughs) You are an adult, which is good. So we're going to start there. (laughs) So you have to be an adult to do this? Does this You're in a relationship. Uh, No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. When did that happen? The love language quiz. Okay. okay? Yes. Yes. It's more meaningful to you when you receive a loving note, text, email for no special reason from a loved one or my partner and I hug. Uh, I like a hug. Okay. Okay. So, but I also like a text. But you have to pick the thing like cable hug. I okay. guess. So I'm. This is that's all, fucking pain in the ass because both of them are good. This is this is basically from the perspective of you. So I'm reading. Okay. It, but so so, okay. so so hug. It's it's more meaningful to me when I can spend alone time with my partner, just the two of us, or my partner does something practical to help me out. Just the two of us. Okay. You usually fuck up what I want you to do, so I don't want you to do it. Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other. I get to spend in, sorry, uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner because giving me a small, don't be that fucking guy. Here. Oh, I, here. I found a rock while I was on my walk. Oh, fuck a great a rock. I used to do that as a child. I kept it in my sock so it wouldn't Ooh, get lost. Thanks. Now take it Sorry. and stuff it up your ass, you fucker. <laughs> okay. My partner unexpe- unexpectedly does something for me, like filling my car or doing doing the laundry, or my partner and I touch. Does something unexpected for me. Okay. It's not all about getting the t- the hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I like that gas tank to be fucking filled up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Shit, that laundry done. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Okay, my partner puts their arm around me when we're in public, or my partner surprises me with a gift. Oh, fuck. You have to choose either one. Okay, because both are stupid. You would never do that to me in public, because then we get gay bash. No, it's not me. This is you. Oh, what? This is so... No, it's, I know, because you would never put your arm around Yeah, it's more... Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Because we get gay bash. You don't want me touching you in public. Yeah, don't touch me. Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you're delicate. Like I a know. fucking... You're just like literal. Okay, so uh, I guess give me a gift, because the other would never happen. Okay. It better so, be a fucking good gift. Okay. A blowjob. <laughs> okay, it's more meaningful to me when I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything, or I hold hands with my partner. But what would be more meaningful to you? What is more meaningful to you? If you were very honest. Okay. Like holding hands is fine, but we do that. Okay. My partner gives me a gift. I hear I love you from my partner. What's more meaningful? I love you. Okay. Although you say it. I say all the time. Like 47 fucking times. Shut (laughs) up. Oh, I'm so sorry. You bastard. You bastard. Okay. (laughs) It's more meaningful to me when I sit close to my partner. Or I am complimented by my loved one for no apparent reason. Who's my loved one? 
Well, they're just using Is it my it. partner? It is your partner. Don't yes. fuck up the words. You're confusing me. Is this the same person? Yes, it's the same All person. All right, I said, what is it again? I sit close to my partner. Yeah. I am complimented by my loved one for no apparent reason. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am not the man for this. Okay, uh, I'm going to say number two. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I get the chance to just hang so out. So, compliment with- me, fucker. You're lovely. Oh, thank you. You're beautiful. Mm. Uh, lick your nipple. Mm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. I get the chance to just hang out with my partner. I, of my unexpe- <laughs> <laughs> I unexpectedly get small gifts from my partner. What is this fucking gift That's horse shit? Thing. You just, see, this is like a psychological test. Yes. You see, they keep asking you the same shit over and over again, but with different words. Yes, to fuck you exactly. Up. What's number one again? I get the chance to just hang out with my that's, partner. That's me. Okay. I hear my partner tell me I am proud of you. My partner helps me with a task. <laughs> What's more meaningful in that in Paul? those two things? Paul? What? What? I'm so very proud of you. <laughs> oh, thanks, me. I can't believe how unbelievably gay I sound when I say that. <laughs> like, literally, I sounded so gay saying well, that. I turned straight and then came back to gay. Me that's how gay I was. Me personally, I would... Number two. I would pick the first one, but that's just me. What's the first one? I like to hear that you're proud of me. Okay, Paul. Yeah? Don't ever tell me that. <laughs> because if you're doing a punch in the face... Okay. Because that's fucking cheese. Who, who are you, goddamn Ward Cleaver? All right, okay. We I'm so be- proud of you, Beeve. Took that pounding well. Uh-huh. Mm. Ward, weren't you a little hard on the beaver last night? Okay, I get to do things with my partner. I yes. hear supportive wor- words Get from to do my things. Supportive. Okay. What my is this fucking froofy my partner. My partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. I feel connected to my partner through a hug. What? My partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. Okay. I feel connected to my partner through a hug. Both? Well, you got to pick one or okay, the other. Okay, a hug. Okay. Well, what is more meaningful to <laughs> you? How many more you? of these fucking we're, questions are? We're there. Okay, Shush. good. I hear praise from my partner. Yeah. My partner gives me something that shows they were really thinking about me. Mm, a restraining order? <laughs> Six feet apart. Oh, <laughs> that's the size of my penis. <laughs> We're about halfway through, honey. Okay, so what? What? Yes. Okay, so what's that again? I hear praise from my partner. Uh-huh. My partner gives me something that shows they were really thinking that, about me. That's the second one. Okay. Okay. I'm able to just be around my partner. Mm-hmm. I get a back rub or massage from my partner. Oh, I like a back rub and a massage. It's more meaningful. Mm-hmm. My partner reacts positively to something I've accomplished. My partner does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. Analingus. <laughs> you enjoy that, though. You gotta wash, though, because that's uh, gross. Yeah. You don't want to get the E. coli. So what do you choose? Uh, the first. Okay. My partner and I kiss frequently. I sense my partner showing interest in the things I care about. <laughs> What's more meaningful to you? <laughs> number two number two okay my partner works on special projects with and especially because have... we just had analingus in the last one <laughs> kissing mm-hmm. is kind of shit nice <laughs> 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 okay okay now okay now okay go on <laughs> all right my partner works on special projects with me that i have to complete my partner gives me an exciting gift Number one, what is this exciting gift shit? I'm complimented by my partner on my appearance. My partner takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. Number two. 
My partner and I share non-sexual touch in public. My partner offers to run errands for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be honest, number two. (laughs) My partner does a bit more than their normal share of the responsibilities we share around the house, work-related, etc. A gift that I know my partner put thought into choosing. Number one. Okay. My partner doesn't check their phone while we're talking. My partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. Number two. Okay, I can look forward to a holiday because of a gift I anticipate receiving. I hear the words, I appreciate you from my partner. Number two. My partner brings me a little gift after they've been traveling without me. My partner takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do it at the time. Number two. Take your gifts and shove them up your ass. Where are all these gifts from? My partner doesn't. Are you guilty about something? My partner doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) How fucking appropriate. Appropriate. Okay, yes, what? Gift giving is an important part of our relationship. No, okay. Shit. (sighs) Which one do you choose? Well, I can't choose one. I know. Because because that puts me on the spot. <laughs> okay, my partner helps me out when they know I'm already tired. I get to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. Number one. My partner and I are physically intimate. My partner gives me a little gift that they picked up in the course of their normal day. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I want a blowjob over a gift. Okay. Blowjobs part- over... Trinkets. <laughs> <laughs> Blowjobs for... for- I think there's only a couple more, okay? Okay. My partner (laughs) says something encouraging to me. I get to spend time in shared activity or hobby with my partner. Number two. All right. My partner surprises me with a small token of their appreciation. Oh, my God. My partner and I touch a lot during the normal course of the day. Number two. My partner helps me out. It better be my penis and Especially if I know they're already busy. I hear my partner specifically tell me, I appreciate you. Number one, I want your fucking help, bitch. My partner and I embrace after we've been apart for a while. I hear my partner say how much I mean to them. Oh, one. Okay, it's more meaningful to me when my partner does something practical to help me out, or I'm able to just be around my partner. (laughs) Uh, two. Okay, calculating. 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 Okay, so you are a homosexual. (laughs) So your primary love language is Mm -hmm. quality time at 32%. Okay. In the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved distractions postponed dates and of the failure to listen can be especially hurtful quality time also means starring quality conversations and quality activities well i think that we live by that mantra yeah and you are 29 percent acts of service (laughs) blowjobs 19 percent physical touch oh yeah 13%. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm nearly 50. I don't need that yeah, fucking shit anymore. This is 13% words of affirmation. Ooh, la la. And 6% of gifts. Yeah, I don't get no damn Jesus gifts. Jesus fucking I don't Christ. get no words of affirmation. I get some physical touch. <laughs> I, I, get, I get lots of acts of service. 
And you know what? Quality time, we're always together. So this is, I feel, is your love language. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was fun. <laughs> that was that was I fun. learned something about y'all. Did you? Actually, yeah, it just confirms. But I do like gifts. <laughs> just let's uh, just uh, let's just drop no, that out I there. I think I think mine is probably gonna be my what, love what the language. Hell was that? My love language is probably words of affirmation and possibly receiving gifts. <laughs> so, you, no, so you're it's a materialistic be, bitch are I know you? right no it's probably going to be to be honest it's going to be words of affirmation and acts of service absolutely oh, I'll yeah. do I'll you do like it by, to give service I'll boy. do <laughs> you like to be of service you little service boy <laughs> listen some of us were born with a talent and yours you was have, not having a gag reflex <laughs> Um, Am I wrong? Come at me. Um, no, I don't want to right now. <laughs> Come I at sh- me, bro. Come I, sh- at me. I shall Ugh. neither confirm nor deny. Anyways, yeah, I'll do mine and I'll see what mine says. Okay, we'll see what happens. Let's 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 review those results next time. Sure. Here on disturbingly pragmatic, love the love language, <laughs> love language, love languages. Um um, damn. <laughs> Sit back and listen as we dissect our love languages. Welcome to the top 30 love language songs of your day. I'm your host for the evening, Slap Happy Jim Johnson. And I like to talk to you about what's going on. Did you say Slap Happy? Jim Johnson. Nice. Jim Johnson, Slap Happy. You sound like a. Uh, Will Forte. Did you know that they're they're make MacGruber is coming back? Uh, why? But it's going to be on Peacock and it's going to be uncensored. So it's going to be like Will Forte. Will Forte, uncensored. but uncensored. I I don't not, know if I can handle that. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't even know if I can handle that. It's probably just going to be just ridiculous. Yeah, just ridiculous. Whoop. So, um, oh, and then another thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm like random this evening as well. Remember, <laughs> we were talking about being the Ricardos. Oh yeah, and how we were blah, blah blah. So like, yeah, you with, were like with Nicole Kidman, Kidman and uh, Javier Bardem, right? Yeah, Javier Bardem, I can see. <laughs> Nicole well, Kidman. Well, people were pissed off that he was doing it because he's not Cuban. Anyways, you know so what? and he made a very valid point. There was an article he did, like an interview or whatever. But apparently now, through the interviews, because this is about to launch, like mm-hmm. it's about to be broadcasted, blah, blah, blah. Both Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem both tried to get out of being in this thing. Because they both said that they didn't think that they should be doing it after the fact. Um uh... Awkward. When did they try to get out of it? Right? I guess like as they, as they were doing it or like as it was like cu- becoming like a thing, right? As it was getting ready to go. So did they really try hard? I have no idea. Well, I guess they like... couldn't get out of it. Either one of them said that mm. they were not able to get out of it because they said, Ooh. oh, <laughs> yeah, they wanted to push. They asked Aaron Sorkin or the whatever to push it like by one year. Could we push it by one year and figure something out? And then yeah. 
I guess, financial. Maybe there'll be some sort of magical new CGI technology that could possibly make <laughs> either of them look like the characters. Well, I don't know. I think they were hoping, like, can you push it about recast? Like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But financials, anyway. So it's made. And it's not it's not getting good reviews or it's not being like received well well the only thing that they say that literally the only person in it it that is um like really good is jk simmons as, as her grandfather as a uh, frolly oh he's frolly yes that's yeah. right okay yeah well no that's it's such a fascinating show i love lucy yeah and it's been such a part of of the uh i've sort of been watching a lot of lucy stuff lately actually to be mm. honest there's a lucy podcast there's the uh on um i'll have to look up the name of it or i'll, I'll leave i'll leave a link in the show notes mm-hmm. but it's um but it's basically this this particular season it was all about the i love lucy show but also lucy from the time she grew up in Jamestown to right. the time that she got to New York, going back to Jamestown, then mm-hmm. hitting Hollywood. And, and yeah, and she hung out with some real characters. Her first boyfriend, when she was 14 years old, I think he was about 23. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it was the times, right? Uh-huh. But he was, a, he was basically a bootlegger. Mm. Because Buffalo, mm-hmm. New York, and that is like a really good hub for, for cross you know, the yep. border booze from Canada. And so he would drive from Jamestown to Buffalo in order to get booze. And then he would drive it back to Jamestown. Huh, and so, yeah, he was, uh, he was quite the character, that guy. And yeah, so she had quite the life. She had quite the life. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when you see her interviewed and everything, especially later in life, and she has that voice. Right. Like, she lose, she lost the Lucy voice. The Lucy voice wasn't even a real voice. It was a high-pitched voice. Yeah. And, uh, but then she got that smoker's voice. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, in this article, they were saying, you know, they were, apparently they touch on, like, three main, three storylines, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a more dramatic and it is. It's a little bit more dramatic. But even in the dramatic, somebody wrote, made a comment or like a review of it, like Nicole's portrayal of Lucille. As much as of a, like, there was a warmth that came off of Lucille Ball that even if she was like curmudgeon, like grumpy and blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. she loved to laugh. You always saw her laughing regardless, making jokes, whatever. But apparently that was completely like just washed absent. away absent like it was very cold it was very um whatever but again aaron sorkin is very guilty and has been accused of not being able to write an appropriate character for a female actress it's always you know anyways it's like the stereotypical <laughs> superficial type of stuff it doesn't really pass the bechtel scale cj craig Yeah, well, then again, that was different, right? But that's but it's like the, it's out. talking talking about the body of work rather than the one-offs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So I'm disappointed, but also I know I said, oh, I'm still excited. I'll still watch it, but it's probably I'll still watch be terrible. It, but with judgmental fucking eyes. <laughs> no, and, and if you've been into I, Lucille Ball like I have over my life and you have over yours, like you actually have. The, the box sets over there. I have the full collection of like, the whole series, yeah. You can't even see this shit on YouTube because they still claim copyright on it. I think so, yeah. Absolutely. You know, the, the funny thing is, though, Desilu Studios mm-hmm. was the precursor to Paramount Studios Television, like Paramount Television. Yep. 
Like that, that's what it changed into. And it was interesting that without Desi Lu Studios, you wouldn't have the Untouchables. You wouldn't have Star Trek. Nope. You know, like you wouldn't have like the, 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 it, 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 it took chances yeah. on, on basically shows that were, um, that people just didn't have vision for. They were like ahead of its time type of type, type well, of Well, Lucy right? was ahead of its time. She, it was ahead of its time. The fact that they created technology, brand new filming technology. Yeah. That had never d- been done before. And then it was adopted as standard. Well, they did something. It was called the kinescope. What mm-hmm. they used to do back in the day is in order to show the shows that were, that were taped live, basically in the West coast, mm-hmm. they were filmed. Like it was basically right. they used to film the monitor on something called a kinescope. Mm. And so what that would do, this is all information that I got from the Lucille podcast. Oh, okay. Um, again, I'll put it in the show notes, but, um, but basically, they would then ship that kinescope, which was basically just a tape of a tape. You know what I mean? Like it was interesting, and and that's what would show on the on the on the East Coast. But uh-huh. that's why Desi Arnaz came up with the idea that it's brilliant to make film mm-hmm. because you could have you could make as many prints as you want, and you'd have the same quality across the board. Right. So that's number one. But he also did it so that um, apparently it was going to cost more or something. So. Their salary went from four thousand bucks um uh a week, or sorry, from five thousand bucks a week to four thousand bucks a week. Okay, and part of that deal though, Desi built into it that they kept the negatives. Mm, right, they kept ownership of the show, basically the mm-hmm. negatives, because reruns hadn't been invented yet. No, no, not at all. So it's, you saw it or you didn't. That Desi Arnaz was. Th- way ahead of his time, mm-hmm. business wise. Right, and when but when they filmed on film. Yep. They use three different cameras, but the thing is, in order to use three different cameras, and each one had its own, you know, focal point, whatever, but you had to use different lighting right. depending on how close you were. So they had to create a new system that is still in use today. Mm-hmm. And and it's just so fascinating to think about all of the, and they were the first interracial couple on television. And I find it interesting that Star Trek had the first interracial kiss. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Lucille Ball. And they, though that's one, they also had uh, on Lucy, uh, I Love Lucy, the first time they ever said pregnant. Yep. Apparently they talk about that. That's one of the Yeah, no, that was a groundbreaking lines. thing. That's was, one of the storylines in the Sorkin thing, is that's one of them that yeah, they touch and, base and with. Yeah, and I think that they also touch base on the, the Red, Red Scare. Scare. And then there's a third one, which I don't really know much about. Um, was it when they were kids? No, it was about a person. There's like some person or like an event. Anyways, I'll like I'll show it to you. Okay. Um, but I don't recall. Um It's interesting though. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. I love how you just swallowed up. Sorry, I <laughs> right just the microphone. Like, there's nothing like there's nothing like listening to podcasts and then hearing I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> you know, it's like gloop. I'm going to apologize. Uh, it's just ASMR. So so anyway. I just wanted to say, yeah, I love you. Oh, thanks. And you mean the world to me. Mm. And here's a gift from all of my travels. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Like, imagine if you got every question that you just wanted gifts all the time, how fucking narcissistic and shitty you are. Listen, some people, that's the way they express. That's where they express their love, right? Give me the gifts. (laughs) I did it for the Danish. I did it for the Danish. Um, you're hilarious, babe. I did. Yeah, you know, I love the Golden Girls. So Betty White, 
Our Betty White is turning 100. You've only got a few more weeks left, Jamie. February 17th. Oh my God, just make it. It's the year, it's the day after my mom's birthday. Please make it, Betty White. Oh, hi, Lily. Oh, hi, Lily. Lily's come out to say hello. Hi, bonjour. Bonjour, Lily. Ça va? And then I, envi- I envision Lily. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> you know what? She's a Scottish girl. Crikey. She's, a, she's like a... Crikey, what do you want? I'm what Scottish want? and it's crap. But oh. she, no, she's got like a crap. Like, she's got like one of those like... What? Cockney. She's going to be like... Fishy drink up now. She has like that. Just It's just... You're like, whoa, where did that come from? Well, my dear. Okay. I think that... Uh, for this evening, we're finished. Yeah, we're a little bit we're a little bit short tonight, but that's okay. We will bid you adieu, adieu. until the next um, adieu, 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 and especially yeah. yeah. And then that's oh when wait, you... no, we did have something to talk about. No, did we talk about the facts of life and that? Yeah, didn't we just talk about it? Did we talk about it? If not, we'll talk about it next time. Well, I'll listen to it and I'll talk about it yeah, next time. Yeah, we talked about it in the Disney movies. I think I want to go and play The Last of Us 2 again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I started to play my video game today for the first time in a long time. And, mm-hmm. and I got past a rather tough uh, section on Grounded, so I'm feeling really good. 50-year-olds playing my fucking video games. Fun, fun. Well, it's not like I got a fucking job, you know. All right, I understand. All I right. understand. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us, and we'll uh, we'll uh, you know chat in the next one. Hit up our link tree. Yeah, come visit us on our socials. Come visit us on Instagram. I post lots of fun shit that pusses Paul off because it, it isn't of good quality. In yeah, his mind. if you're coming to our Instagram for shiny pictures, it's not going to happen apparently. But it will happen soon because Paul's going to get a new iPhone. I'm going to get a new. I know. I'm getting an iPhone. I know. The 13 know. Pro Max. <sighs> Sounds like something you'd stuff in your vagina. What? Your Pro Max. (laughs) (laughs) And you can drop this thing in a toilet and it won't break. Oh, I'm so happy because, you know, I'm around. uh, Listen. You're always on the toilet. I'm on the toilet. you're always with your phone on the toilet. Granted, Bitch, my body is too big to allow <laughs> anything going through that little hole. Granted, except there would for be my some butt. physics involved in getting that phone from your hand into no, the toilet. No, no. But you know, if you're drunk enough, it can happen. Because yeah, you know, I'm a boozer. <laughs> I'm a boozer. Hey, wait, one other the thing. Loser. You said, "Oh, I'm a boozer." It's a user and a loser. I'm gonna, gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get late. I'm gonna be late on Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Fucking love her. Love her so much. Jerry Blank. Um, <laughs> Amy Sedaris. Yes, Amy Sedaris. So funny. You told me something about. See now, I can't remember. You it's just okay. fucking threw me off. All right. Well, we'll leave it for here. We'll leave it here, here okay. then. All right. Bye. Sorry about the disappointing ending. Au revoir and bon anniversaire. Bon anniversaire. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Oh.